Summer Skate Studios behind the mask hockey shop to present College Hockey West Live for September 6, 2022. Behind the mask College Hockey West Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota, college graduate, member of the military, and you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at petersontoyota.com. Top Golf. Let's help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at Liberty. M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, Show your game and style at summerskates.com. And by Drury Inns and Suites. Travel happy again. Book your next stay at druryhotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-INN. College Hockey West Live from the Summer Skates Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, and part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, well, welcome in, hockey fans. It's Tuesday night, which means it's time for College Hockey West Live, Scott Strandy with you on a very hot 100-plus degree day in Denver, Colorado today. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein, probably a little worn out from that first day back at work. Paul, how are you? Uh, I am definitely worn out. <laughs> I can tell you're really quiet. Well, <laughs> give me time. You know, um, you know, it just um, give you time. We only got time. a one-hour show. You got to speak up pretty soon. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> usually not my style. I, I usually kind of keep to myself. You know that. <laughs> Turn the volume up on your phone so we can hear you. For God's sake. Anyway, <laughs> you're so quiet. You sound like a church mouse. Well, uh, let's not get crazy. There. Now we're getting better. Now it's a little better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Hey. Okay, so it's Tuesday night. Last night was Labor right. Day. Uh, I right. said, let's talk goaltenders last right. night. Tonight, I was like, what are we going to do? Because coaches are busy. They're just uh, a week or maybe a few days for some places into uh, this season. So they don't want to talk to us yet. Uh, next week, it's our uh, our week of associate head coaches joining us. So uh, we'll, we'll leave the coaches out of it. And I thought... What can we do tonight? Well, guess what? There's other players on hockey teams too, right? These no. forwards and defensemen. No. There's not? No. Okay. Um, no, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't even have there, there are other players. <laughs> Duh. I mean, you know. Uh, there's 20-some players on every team that aren't goaltenders. <laughs> Why? So maybe we should talk about them. Why? <laughs> oh, I'm glad you don't have to see these guys. <laughs> By the way, I will be seeing the Pioneers for their preview next Tuesday. Whatever. Um, and then hopefully we'll wrap up uh, the two Colorado Springs schools, the Air Force Academy and Colorado College next week as well. This right. week, though, this week after tonight, Paul, it's all about ACHA, baby. We're going to Oklahoma. We're going to see UCO. Really? We're going to see Oklahoma. We're going to uh, bounce over on Saturday morning to see what's going on at Missouri State on the golf course. Of course. Um, and we're going to have our very first game of the season. For by the real, way. Oklahoma and Alabama. By the way, I just, uh, if you haven't, uh, the people that listen to this, these, you know, the Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday shows may not pay a whole lot of attention to ACHA, but. If you're a jersey head, you know, if you're if you're a uniform geek, you really should be checking out some of the stuff that some of the ACHA teams wear. Well, and also Okay, because as... now 
we know that Oklahoma and Alabama have Are football pedigrees. <laughs> have football pedigrees. But if if you've ever seen the jerseys they wear, I there's nothing about them that's shocking, but they are clean and they are classic. That they um, are. You know, uh, I've seen a couple of different versions, say, of, uh, and I assume they still play University of Tennessee, because that's just not a color you see all the time. Right. And it looks great. Um, not going to argue with you on that one, my friend. You know, um, you know. If, so if you look at, like I said, go, go look them up. Just, you know, go check them out. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, well, uh, forget not, our friends not, at Georgia either because they, you know, once again, classic stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And um, uh, as people know, as is proof by Lindenwood and Arizona State, two programs uh, in our coverage area that advanced from ACHA right. to NCAA. There's another one coming. Really? Yes, there is. And um, really? Yep. Uh, is, and, you know this 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 is a this is not this can't be fact because oh heard, it's fact I've, I've heard no announcements so it's fact it's fact you know I've heard no you're not gonna hear you're not gonna hear an announcement until March April well I don't Somewhere I, listen there. I don't know I mean we hear these kinds of rumors all the time so oh yeah you told me it was a rumor all last year about Lindenwood what are they doing um <laughs> there was rumors about them for two years so. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, there was only one serious rumor, uh, if you want to call it that. The other one was a rumor. The other one was fact that I told you about about a year ago. Anyway, you know. Um, oh, by the way, once again, and I, you know, I'm not I, in in an effort not to wave pom poms. Lindenwood stuff is pretty good too. Yeah. Once again, I like the clean, the the clean, uh, classic type look. I'm not a big fan of the craziness. Careful now, you're an alum. Yeah, I am aware. I keep them out of these conversations <laughs> on purpose because I don't want anybody. I wave enough. I, listen, I don't wave pom poms like you do. <laughs> I like that classic Denver style. Um. Yeah. Okay. The Oklahoma I mean, national champions. Yeah. Like once again, I don't wave pom poms like you do. <laughs> um, I do kind of like the the old stripey retro Denver thingies. Yeah, me too. I do like <laughs> I those. those. The 70th you know. anniversary one. Oh, um, yeah, that's You sweet. know, we like those a lot. Uh, I, I think CC is supposed to come out with some new stuff. Two different jerseys. You know, um, but. Probably, said, probably because of Menino. He spent all the money on swag. <sighs> well. It sounds they, like they they're going to be, be taking cars to some games this year because. Menino spent the money on swag. Did 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 they have to <laughs> keep him out of the room so he you know so he wouldn't get it first? <laughs> oh, he'll get know. it first. Trust me, he'll okay, get it. Okay, listen, I don't know. I'm just before I it's just, ever handed out. Uh, he'll get his hands on it first. I'll guarantee you. These are you just that. questions I'm asking. Uh, That's Peter, all, you know, if you're me, listening, to Peter, we love you. You know that. Oh, uh, <laughs> we wouldn't kid you if we didn't love you. Uh, absolutely. Um, um, so anyway. I, I thought tonight we'd start uh, the, the opposite way that we went last night. Last night we really? went goaltender, starting with Lindenwood and Alaska and around the horn and finished with the national championship champions. Tonight I thought we would start with the national champions. Talk a little about Well, what hold on, hold on a second. Wait, okay, we're we, done. They're we, already too strong. <laughs> before we even get into that, um, I just want uh, Michael to know that when he gets your media ballot that I had to prevent you from throwing in all bulldogs. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Good try. I just, 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 just know that Good try. he comes in, Michael, that um, <laughs> he wanted to put all bulldogs. And I'm not even sure they wanted to put bulldogs on from the current roster either. But... <laughs> But I made sure that that didn't happen. So yeah. <laughs> okay. 
So where do we start with the defending national champions? Do we start on defense? Do we start on offense? Are they all just one big powerhouse? Well, listen, the team is not what it was last year, obviously. They're better. Well, we don't know that yet. (laughs) Tell me where they're weaker, Paul. Well, listen, you, you don't lose guys like Carter Savoy and... And 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 Bobby Brink, Tristan Bros, and Casey Dornbach. No, I get it, but it's you. Cam, you know, you just, you know, Cameron Wright and uh, Cameron Wright. You say, Aiden Thompson. I say, yeah, but they haven't done it. Haven't done it. You want a couple more freshmen, Jared Wright. Well, Tyler yeah, but, Haskins, but, but you don't. Kent Anderson. You can't expect freshmen to play to that level right away. You just can't. Listen, everybody's not Shy Booyam and, and Sean Barron's. It just it doesn't work that way. But you are coming back with the likes of Carter Mazer. You are coming back with listen, uh, I'm not Kyle saying Mayhew. Not, listen, I'm not Lane saying Krenzen. they're not. I'm not saying they're not deep. I'm not saying they're not deep. Okay. Um, Um, Carter King. My point is. Massimo Rizzo. Owen Ozar. Oh, did I forget McCade Webster and Jack Devine? Well, let's (laughs) just read the whole roster. I'll sit here and let you just listen to you read the whole roster then. This team is so deep. It's just freaking scary. It's even better and deeper than last year. The question is, are they as cohesive as last year? Are they as cohesive as last year? Because the talent level hasn't changed. Well, I, I, I'm not. I, listen, David Carl might get pissed that I say this, but the first thing he has to do, and he knows this because every coach would know this, the first thing they're looking for when they started practice a week or so ago or two weeks ago is do we have national championship hangover? Can I answer it's, that for just you? Na- well, it's just natural. It, they it, don't. it just is. They don't. You know why they don't? Because the goal was not number nine. The goal is number 10. And uh, that that wasn't talked about not, a lot. I, yes, I guess it was. Year. You've been talking about it for 15 no, I mean, months. I mean, within the locker room, it wasn't talked about a lot. But when they, uh, when they got number nine, it was pretty clear in the post uh, post-game – press conference that they wanted to uh, let everybody know that there was going to be, how shall I say this, a run for 10 coming up this season. And it started right away last year. Listen, I'm not saying it didn't. I'm just saying I, you have, this is a different team. It is. Like I said, that they're equally as deep, equally as talented. It's Are they as cohesive? Can they can they have you know one of the guys that they lost that that was very much a part of the cohesiveness was their captain. You know I I I, I get that they, you know Cameron might makes a difference and and Bobby Brink makes a difference and 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 I'm not saying that these guys that are coming in are not those kinds of players, but. You still have to do it. You still have to, you know. You still have to see how it goes. I mean, I'm not going to do. I do. Do I think going into the season they're the, the the preseason number one for whatever the hell that's worth? Sure. <laughs> well, they, well, they be, will be the pre. They have to be the preseason number one. They're defending champions, and they lost. They whatever they lost, they replaced. So there's a. Uh, there's nothing on that. I'm talking about Cole Gutman too, and when we we talked about every name except him, but Cole Gutman was the glue. He was the leader. He was the guy that got everybody on the right path, and and his uh, interactions with Bobby Brink and Carter Savoy made them a very very explosive line, top line. And this year, there's going to be a different top line, but my goodness, you have so many people to pick from. Uh, Massimo Rizzo. Uh, I, I get that, but um, you know, I it, it makes a difference. I, I the the 
the skill set that Bobby Brink had is a lot tougher to replace than people think. He had a certain element that that extra gear of speed. Uh, I think Casey Dornbach would like your number. Oh, that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> you know, this it, it's not it's not a, a slight to say you can't skate as fast as Bobby Brink. That's not a slight. No, because he is the blur, right? I mean, no. That see, that's the reason why I didn't even want to say that because <laughs> you were waiting for me to bring that oh, up. Oh God, Bobby um, the blur. I got to start coming up with some new ones now. No, please don't. I'll work um, on Casey. Please don't. Um, <laughs> all very, like I said, it's not like they, they didn't bring in, you know, leftovers, so to speak. No. But you still, you know, you still have to wait to see how it plays out. Okay. I'll wait. Listen, does this, does this mean that they're probably not going to, that they're not going to finish in the, you know, first or second in conference. No, I'm not saying that either. But I think, uh, I, when you when let I you know the defending national champs, you know, do do they replace guys with big with big time players? Yes, but that has to manifest itself on the ice too. Well, the one thing I will say is. Um, this is not like a team that A, hasn't won a national championship before, and B, if you think there's a hangover, there's definitely not a hangover because they have a mission, and I told you the mission started um, in the post-game press conference after the national championship. Everybody in that locker room knows what's the most important thing, and that's getting to 10 first. They have to get to 10 before Michigan. They, uh, that, that's a must in this Denver pioneer program. So look for them to uh, step it up. The, the talent level is so deep. Um, I don't even know where to start. So well, let's just say that they're just listen, really deep. <laughs> first of all, it's my job to be oppositional. <laughs> right. Okay. I, I, I can't let you just wave pom poms without putting the, you know, putting the clamps <laughs> on you a little bit. Well, here's the deal. If I wave pom-poms, it's usually for a very good reason. Um, uh, I wave them because they've earned them. Yeah, okay. That's what it is. That's <laughs> they what have. It is. Yeah, okay. Tell, you're trying to tell me that Denver hasn't earned every accolade they're getting? Sure they have. Okay. But there's lots of different reasons why you wave those pom-poms. <laughs> That's the number one reason, because they've earned it. Same thing uh, where we're headed next, which is right down I-25 to Colorado College. Um, Colorado College is going to be in top four of the conference this year. You, can, uh, you heard it first right here. I'm putting it out there. Those guys um, have, have tasted uh, a little bit of what North Dakota had to offer at the end of the last season in the playoffs, and um, that refueled them. They also reloaded. They uh, – strengthen the goaltending position, uh, not to take anything away from Matt Vernon, but uh, Caden Imberico is, uh, is a player that can definitely hold his own, especially with uh, the caliber of play that he's going to see. Um, bringing back Brian Yoon is going to be a big thing for the uh, Tigers because he's their leader. He was their leader last year, and I think he came back for the right reason. He said, you know, I watched this program build, they're ready to win now, and if I had an opportunity to be with them when they start to win, I want to be here. That's what you want in your leader, right? Yeah, here's another problem, though. I, I kind of agree with you, and that makes me upset. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you? They got Patrick Causey, Ray Christie, Brett Chorsky, uh, Nate Schweitzer, Matthew Gleason. I mean, where do I stop? Tommy Middleton had a good year. Logan Will had a good year. Noah Prokop had a good year. Um, and and coach is just falling all over Noah Lava. Um, he he thinks he is just going to be a dynamite player in this league. Six two hundred ninety pound uh, freshman forward, who he thought should have been, uh, and he being Chris Mayotte thought should have been invited to the NJEC. Uh, he raves about Stanley Cooley, the sophomore coming back. Um, 
you know, and the goaltending is solid. Nicholas Andrews is coming back, Danny White. And then we've not even talked what, about Danny Hunter White McCowan did, yet. Did come out of retirement? Danny Waite? You said Danny White. No, Danny Waite. Yeah, but you said Danny White. No, you thought I said White. I said Danny Waite. said, whatever. No, I only know I'm reading it, Danny Waite. Um, okay. But anyway, Danny Waite is uh, is going to be a force again, and Hunter McCowan has taken the next level. Um, I had I had pro coaches talking to me about Hunter McCowan, going like, how did he go undrafted? And um, when do you think he'll want to turn pro? Um, so there's already big talk about Hunter McCowan. So the Tigers have reloaded, and if you're taking them um, for granted this year, uh, you shouldn't. The other thing that I like about the Tigers this year is that their schedule, I think, fits them much, much better than their schedule did last year. Um, they, they get Minnesota Duluth at home. Uh, they get St. Cloud State again at home. They get Omaha at home. They get Princeton at home. They get Western Michigan at home. See the theme here? They're getting, they get North Dakota at home. That's going to wow. make for a, a much, not not easier, but um, a much more friendly uh, type of schedule when you're getting these guys at home instead of having to go on the road to battle them. Because well, A, you've got elevation, and B, you've got experience, and C, you've got an arena that fits your style. All right. I'm, I'm going to shock you here. Uh-oh. Okay. And you probably won't like it, but... Well, if you figured it out, you probably wouldn't like it. I don't like it. I know. <laughs> um, and be aware that I have not had any conversations other than the ones here with any of the coaches or anybody there. So I'm okay. not. Uh, I am not waving pom poms here. Um, I think there's a. I wouldn't say. A. I would make them a dark horse to break into the top three. To break into the top three? Yeah. Yeah. I would say I would say they are a dark horse to break, but I think they will grab four and they'll challenge for three. So I mean, you know, we usually look at this league and try to figure out who's gonna finish fourth and fifth because usually those teams uh we well we know the fourth place team usually ends up in the NCAA tournament. And sometimes the fifth team does. Um, I, I, I think there's a very good chance they finish in the four spot. And slightly better than a puncher's chance they finish in the third spot, depending on how, how you know, health and all that other nonsense. So, unlike well, I'm going gonna, gonna to tell you right now, I'm looking at their schedule and, and one of the biggest series of the entire year is going to happen on October 21st and 22nd at Arizona State. I'm going to be there for that series, and I wouldn't miss it for the world. That will be a huge series for both programs. Why, you ask? Because Arizona State opening two weekends on the road at, at UMD at Bemidji State, and then, and then coming home to uh, open their new building, which is going to be an emotional weekend. And then you just mentioned it a little while ago about a national championship letdown. Um, you're going to come from a home opener the next weekend you get Colorado College coming to town. If there was ever a quote-unquote trap game, uh, trap series for Arizona State, it'll be that weekend. Because the emotion of coming off of the home opener, opening the new building, and the excitement of all that, and then coming in and not really having any idea of what Colorado College is this year compared oh, to what they were I, last I, year. Listen, I don't know about that. You don't I don't think know about they, not having an idea. I think oh, they, I don't think I don't think anybody has an idea of the talent that's on that roster. But uh, they didn't go I, to the I, portal. I understand they didn't go to the portal. Which means that but there's... at the same time, at the same time, remember they did play last year, right? And they okay. added quite a few pieces. I understand. Well, both teams did, right? But what I'm saying is that the Tigers have um, basically 
nothing to nothing to lose in this. They just go out and play hockey. Uh, Arizona State's going to be trying to defend home ice. It, well, it's going to be a very difficult series. Very difficult. Uh, listen, I, I'm probably not, the most listen, difficult of the year. Well, let's for Colorado College. I'm talking about. You mean on the road? Uh, well, all the way through their season, it's going to be the toughest, one of the toughest games because they're closely matched with Arizona State, and they they split with them at home right. last year. And they're going to want to prove that they can they can sweep a very good Arizona State team on the road. And if they do, they come back for a home and home with Air Force. They come back followed by Minnesota Duluth coming to them. Then they go to Miami. Then they get St. Cloud State coming at see, home. So see, all the to way to, to December, that series could propel them to a, a plus 500 record. See, I, I, I'm going to sit here and tell you that series against Duluth is the biggest series. I, I disagree, and the reason I disagree is because it's at home. The next series well, against yeah. Duluth in December, but might if you be get a, a, but but those are the first two conference games of the season against a team that, like I said, we're sitting here saying they have a chance to beat out in the conference, even if it's just a puncher's chance. Um. I'm just listen. I, I it's isn't it bad enough I've ever agreed with you twice already tonight. <laughs> enough of this is enough. I love don't, it. don't get crazy. Don't, <laughs> don't abuse. Don't don't well, don't get your head too big. Here's the deal: if they have a successful um, first, what nine games, and leaving into Minnesota Duluth, yes, it's going to be big because it's at home, but it's not going to be nearly as big as if they falter coming out of the gates. Cause here's who they have coming out of the gates. They have a, uh, an exhibition with the airports. I understand they have, what they uh, have coming. It's in front of me. They have Anchorage. They have St. Lawrence. Then they go to Arizona state. Then they come back for a home and home with the air force. So if they get off to a flying start before their conference season, they're going to be just like every other team in the NCHC, which preys on, on, the non-conference opponent. Well, listen, um, I, I, I would expect, listen, you got to make that trip to upstate New York from, from Colorado Springs, not easy, but they're a better team in St. Lawrence. Yes. Then you head into, then you head into those four games with ASU and Air Force, and we'll get into Air Force's roster, but, um, Obviously, those are the games that are going to decide their non-conference fate. But all well, of that, yeah. But all of that, to me, is just a prelude to those opening two games against your Bulldogs. But and they're going to play your Bulldogs and be done with your Bulldogs by the first week in December, right? Um, which again is an advantage. <laughs> Get so, them early. I'm just saying. I just to me that I like I said. I but already let me, agreed with you twice. Let's not get let, crazy. You're going to agree with me a third time right now because no, what do you always tell me about playing in the conference in the NCHC? If you can go 500 in the conference at the NCHC conference, you're in pretty good shape, aren't you? Right. And and I'm just saying. That, that's that three those, times in one podcast. Yeah, but I've said this before. This is not news. <laughs> this is not like saying that they have a chance to finish third in the conference. That's not the same thing. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so when you get Minnesota Duluth at home, I know you have to play them on the road, but when you get them at home, you get St. Cloud State at home, you get Omaha at home, you get Western at home, um, and you get North Dakota at home. That's uh, that's a pretty good way to uh, to get to five hundred, I think. Well, there's no question. I mean, those first eight non-conference games will be big but playing that that the, those first eight conference games when you're playing Duluth twice very huge and by the way if we haven't gotten to Air Force yet and if you want to we can do them next we are uh, doing them next <laughs> well yeah because that's a team and we and we said it the other night this is now an experienced Air Force team this is not no longer the youngest team in college hockey. No. 
No. Not I mean, only are they not technically the by team, age, they're experienced. Technically by age, they might be the youngest, but they're not the inexperienced team that they were last year, and they have everybody back. Yep. Okay. Except the goaltender. Except the goalie, and we've seen uh, Guy Blessing play. And, you know, granted it's a small sample size, and no one's expecting him to be Alex Schilling. But if you're something close, if you're something close to Alex Schilling uh, for this 22-23 year, um, Air Force is going to A, be a monster in Atlantic hockey. And they're going to play it. And you can, if you fall asleep on them, you're done. Oh, yeah. I mean, the guys that they got coming back, if they – if they have taken the next step, which I have no reason to believe that they won't, um, their leadership is off the charts. Um, Obviously, their 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 senior leadership and Brandon Cook and Willie Rhyme, um, you know, and then Junior Nakehorn, those guys are going to be uh, big time leaders in this program. Um, and when you have big time leaders, you just need followers. And where where is there a better university in the world? have followers in either Air Force or Army? Yeah, I mean, like I said. I, you almost agreed with be... me a fourth time. Well, once again, Captain <laughs> Obvious. <laughs> All right, this is, this is a team, like I said, it's, uh, it is experienced, which it really wasn't last year. Tons of sophomores and juniors on this team. Okay, the next two years are going to be huge at the Air Force Academy because you have a lot of these guys coming back for at least this year and next year. Now, you'll lose a few guys, but you have a lot of sophomores and juniors on this team. And You absolutely do, including your goaltender. You just mentioned Guy Blessing being a sophomore. Right, and I would be shocked um, if, if, if this team um, is not fighting for the conference championship and you know things break right um could be in the spot that AIC was last year and be on the fringe of an at large yep they absolutely could be Paul and uh, you know you won't hear a lot about air force in the preseason, because you just won't. Well, here's and here's the, the thing with their in and right, and so but you forth. might hear more this year than past years, and here's why. Well, we'll they're see. part of the icebreaker, so they're going to play Maine October seventh. They're going to play Notre Dame October eighth. Then they should get two wins at Lindenwood. Then they get RIT at home. They should get a couple of wins there. Then they have Colorado College in that split series. Then they get Alaska Anchorage at home. So by the time we hit the second week of, uh, well, actually the third week, by the time they actually get uh, to to, uh, travel to AIC, they have a really good chance of having probably one of their best starts ever. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, um, and and I'm sure that the czar is not going to want to hear this. Uh, welcome to being a favorite. Yeah, he'll never take on that role, but he is. A well, favorite. he won't. Yeah, he. Whether he, like I said, I'd be. I this there. I'd be very interested in seeing what that preseason poll looks like for that conference. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not invited sure. to to do the media on that one. Well, you would want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, let's. But. I would be very, very surprised if they're not a close pick for the conference championship. Totally agree with you. All right, let's so, do this. Let's take a quick break. Let's okay. come back. We've got four more to get to, and uh, we'll come back, and we'll start with the Arizona State Sun Devils. We'll be right back. Favorite 
game is on nchc.tv. On your phone, tablet, or stream to your TV. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Behind the mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or behindthemask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. College Hockey West Live is coming to you from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. Indeed it is. College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Denver, Colorado. My co-host as always, Paul Hornstein, out on Long Island, New York. Uh, recovering from the first day back at work. Uh, Paul, unmute yourself and tell us how you're doing. Um, I've been doing better if it wasn't raining all day. Yeah, so you're inside, so. Yeah, but I had to drive home. Oh. <laughs> what, the chauffeur was not available today or what? Um, That's fine. I, li I like the way you project that since you're the one with the chauffeur. <laughs> there will be no chauffeur as I drive nine hours to Oklahoma City. I'm and lose an hour on the way there, so it's actually a 10-hour trip for me. I'm just a peasant. <laughs> I am not the king. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we rolled through the first three. We got four to go. We're up next with Arizona State. Uh, on paper, Paul, if there is a uh, a team that's rivaling um, Denver, it's Arizona State. I okay, know that's big. I know okay, that's, that's big. Let's, let's, let, but they are listen, very deep, small. Paul. You, is, are, is, is Coach Power standing right behind you? No. But what, I, what I, are you going to Oh, let, let me tell you, and then you tell me what you're going to argue about this. They I'm got three argue, good goaltenders. No, listen, I'm not. They got a I, solid I got, defense, I, and they got really talented forwards. So many talented forwards that we don't even know who's going to get in the lineup from week to week, at least in the bottom six, because they're that deep. So, again, they have a lot of talent. Is it a matter of how they put it all together? Well, yeah, but I can't 
put them up there with Denver? I got to see that first. I said on paper. I, not, I, you know, uh, listen. I said on paper. <laughs> You're going to argue with me on paper? Can I throw some names at you? Ty Murchison. Well, listen. listen Benji Eckerly. Chris Grando. Wait, stop, 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 Ty stop, Jackson, stop, stop, stop. Dylan Jackson. We, we know they're going to have one of the top three to five lines in college hockey. We know that. We, we know between uh, Josh Doan and Robert Master Simone and, and, and Lucas Sillinger, that is going to be one of the top lines uh, in college hockey. All right? We, we, I don't think anybody would say that that's delusion. But what you're missing is the depth. Well, you I haven't can, mentioned Demetrius Kumanzi. Can, can I get to that first? Matthew Copperu. I want listen. I'm trying to not wave pom poms as much as I would like to. It's not about waving pom poms. It's about talking facts. I understand that. I've been the one that was telling you that this team's uh, took a hit last year when Demetrius Kumanzi got hurt. They were never. They were never the same offensive threat after he got hurt because he was playing very well. His line mates, Ryan O'Reilly, was playing really, really well. They clicked. I think they had – I think Chris Grando was on that line too. Maybe, you know – and maybe that third person switched once in a – you know, regularly. But – that made ASU have a, a, a second line that was a threat on a regular basis. I know they were listed as the quote-unquote third line, but when Cummins went out, that team changed offensively. Not going to argue that. Not going to argue that a bit. If he's healthy, okay, and you get those guys back together, and you got to see the, the Jackson twins. <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. And I'll um, also tell you who else I saw that I didn't mention to you that I thought was really, really good. I haven't said this till now, but two of the Ryans looked really, really good. And I'm giving Ryan O'Reilly the, the, the push already because he's been around now a couple of years and he knows what he's doing and he always looks good. But Ryan Alexander and Ryan Robinson both were impressive to me in that scrimmage. Well, first of all, Robinson well, that, could, is, that could be your third line. Well, listen, <laughs> I get it. Uh, Who's going to match up a third line with that third line? Um, I don't. I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I gotta. You know, Ryan Alexander is a guy that I've tried to follow for a while. Um, you know, I I don't see everything, but he's been on my radar for a while, and our buddy down there in Texas. Tanner Wilson has been singing the praises of Ryan Robinson for a couple of years now. And, and Ryan Robinson, um, give him a lot of credit because he started in the USHL, felt like he needed to go back to the NHL, which is really hard when you're up in yes. an upper, that's like going from the NHL to the AHL. And he did it to become a better hockey player so that he could get a position on this Arizona State team when he arrived. And if you think he doesn't want that position right now, boy, you're sadly mistaken because he wants to play. He doesn't want to be a red shirt. He doesn't want to be a scratch. Well, we know that there's going to be some guys that 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 are are going to str- that the, the 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 fight for playing time between the those guys and, and Jackson Niedermeyer and, and Jack Jensen and and Benji Eckerly and, and some of these guys that, uh, you know, and we had, like I said, we haven't even mentioned Matthew Copperwood and, um, and and some of the other guys that are coming in. <laughs> let, let me throw out a few names that you haven't even touched on yet. Charlie Shane, uh, Teddy Lagerback. Right. Well, we're looking, you know, um, 
Um, I want to see Dibby. Cage Dibby. I want to see him. He's yeah. supposed to be a little, you know, a dart. And and Jackson Niedermeyer did not play in the scrimmage, and um, he's going to be pushing for ice time. There's no doubt about so, it. So, I mean, this. listen, do I think this team is deep? Or do they look like they should be deep? Yes. Especially up front. The defense we know is going to get better than it was last year. Okay, um, you know, with the, the, they'll have the twins back together in Judson and Semek, um, and the two real twins, Ty and Dylan. Yeah, but they're forwards. I'm talking about defense. Oh, okay. Um, you know, Shamagi and, and and Murchison were their two best defensemen last year, and they're back. Let me so, tell you, those two those two freshmen that he put together were also extremely good, and I'm talking about. Blake Dangos, and, Tucker and I'm Ness. talking about uh, uh, Tucker Ness. Yeah, so stellar, you know, stellar defense. Um, you know, um, so it 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 is going to be a battle to, to look at the roster every night, without a doubt. It's going to be more than a battle. It's going to be absolutely impossible to figure out your lineup. And now, Powers, and is, Coach Powers is, told me he said that. You know, I love having depth because, you know, during the course of the season, there's going to be some injuries and different things that pop up. But goodness gracious, if they don't have injuries, you're going to have some guys that are going to be really chomping at the bit to get in the lineup. Well, this is why the the the, 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 the depth that they added and the players, they had, this is why I think you won't see the ups and the emotional ups and downs. Because if you're not, if you don't, if one bad shift or one bad period could see your name out of the lineup next night, yeah, and you might not get back into that lineup. The other thing, Paul, that's going to help cohesiveness, I think, is this team's going to score a bunch of goals, and if they score helps. a bunch of goals, they're going to win their share of games. And if you're winning, it's a lot easier to take not being in the lineup. If, yeah. uh, if there's team success. And but if you think you could be helping and you're not out there, that's when frustration sets in. All right. And 24 home games. All right. Time to move on. Let's uh, let's go north okay. to Alaska. Let's go to the Fairbanks Nanooks. Um, we talked about them last year. They, they have a really seasoned veteran um roster right now especially their forwards um, and their defense they're they're a little in the lines of of air force yeah very similar to air force um, they're seasoned though yeah they, they, a, a lot of young guys with that year of experience a lot of those guys are came you know are back you know a lot of these guys are are, are players that that have come back uh after having a very good uh, a very good season last year. The, you know, uh, the question is, who replaces Gustav Brinkman? We talked about that last yep. night. Um, yep. They're going to have to play defense. They're going to have to get really good goaltending. Because that's what they're going to do. But and what they do have is uh, some forwards that can score as well. When you have a guy like Brady Risk and you add in a Johnny Sorensen, um, and just a, that's just a couple, and then you uh, you have some guys like uh, Anton Rubstov, uh, who is a really good Russian uh, forward. That's going to do some really big things well, for me. Add in Colin Doyle. And by, by the way, you're, you're talking about a guy in Rubstov who, on a team that didn't score goals, was a plus thirteen. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He's a really, okay. really good forward. Um, and you have Anti Vertinen, once again on a team that was that struggled to score goals, was a plus five. Yep. Okay. So they have some guys that you will want to see on the ice. Some guys that were uh, successful on both ends of the ice. Uh, Arvillis Bergmanis coming back as a sophomore year. Uh, Jordan Mazzillo. Uh, a, a plus player, a plus nine player, on once again on a team that didn't score a lot of goals. So uh, you have 
the foundation to have a really uh, to, to, to follow up last year's very competitive season with another one. And let me tell you, and I'll make the final comment on the Nanooks, but um, there's a lot of players that are either foreign players or came out of the uh, MAHL. And one thing we know about the MAHL is, first of all, it's a better league that people give it credit for. And second of all, a lot of those guys that were stars in the NAHL were just on the cusp of being in the USHL. So guess what they have? It's called a chip, and it's on their shoulders squarely where they want to show some of these guys that uh, got USHL uh, offers and got the opportunities that, hey, you know what? I can play with you as well, and we'll beat you if we have to. So that's yeah. uh, the Nanooks are going to be a team that you cannot overlook a lot like Colorado College and certainly Air Force. Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, they, they have experience now. Most of these guys played a full season together. Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see the, the steps that they take uh, moving forward uh, in this 22-23 season. Once again. Okay, so the last two teams um, are the two most interesting um, to me and, and have the most opportunity to climb to a ceiling, if you will. And that's uh, we're going to start with Alaska Anchorage because coming off of a couple of years of not having hockey, to put together a roster, and Matt Chasby has done a great job. So as Trevor Stewart, his associate head coach, will be on next Monday night with us. Um, when you look at the guys that they've added, there's a whole bunch of talent there. It's a matter of can they all come together. Well, and, uh, we'll find out. Yeah, I mean, that's it, right? I mean, they're going to take their lumps. I, I, I think that, you know, when you – you know, when you play for the first time, you're going to take some lumps. Um, we know that, you know, some of the guys were there for a few of the guys were there for, for a year and a half. But most of these guys have only been there for a short period of time. And playing together takes time. It just does. They have some well, experience in goal, which we talked about the other night and with Lindenwood as well that they had the experience and goal because they're going to need it. Well, two things I want to touch on. Uh, Alaska Anchorage did a really good job of, of bringing a couple of their guys, their local guys back to help them uh, it build that, that local climate, local feeling, I should say. Um, right. But in addition to that, they got some really talented players. We know Carson Kosabud, uh was just, he, he just, couldn't crack the lineup at Arizona State. And it wasn't because he wasn't good enough. It's because there was just too much talent ahead of him. So I think he's going to be a standout now when he gets to play a lot more than he was at Arizona State, clearly. Um, and then you look at, at guys like uh, freshmen like Dylan Finlay and Matt Johnson, both uh, really good hockey players that, that are coming in as freshmen. And I think one of the guys that's going to go under the radar a little bit is Adam Tisdale who is a uh, grad student from Sacred Heart. Um, Sacred Heart plays some pretty good hockey. And well, in the league with year, some good hockey. They, they, they played, they had a decent year, a pretty decent year last year, Sacred Heart. They were up there in contention in that conference last year in Atlantic Hockey. Um, I just, you know, um, how long does it take them to, to get together? That's going to be the question. And they're going to take a lot of games on the road. Not quite like Lindenwood, but they're going to play a lot of games on the road. So let me, from what you've seen on paper, Paul, what do you think of the defensive core for uh, the Sea Wolves? It's you know, it's it's without actually get. I mean, they're, they're young, right? I mean, freshmen, sophomore who didn't really get to play, freshmen, um, uh, freshmen. Once again, this is uh, very similar in breakdown to what. Uh, Rick Zombo has done at Lindenwood. There's a little bit more experience than than Lindenwood does, but not a lot. So, once again, as as we know, you have to you have to you have to get used to the speed at this level. 
Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not kidding anybody when I say this that they're they're gonna like you've mentioned several times that they're gonna take their lumps, and but I think by the end of the year they're gonna be a scary team. Well, once again, I, I'm I'm gonna sit here and, and say that as they get a chance to play together, they become more dangerous. And, you know, that matters. Okay? Um, which, you know, what do they get in goal? What do they get from all those young defensemen who might be in the right place just a split second too late because they're freshmen and that's the inexperience? Yep, exactly. Now, here, here's the interesting part. We're jumping over to Lindenwood now because we're starting to run out of time. But um, when you look at Lindenwood's offensive roster, what, what jumps out at you? Well, that's where uh, Coach Zombo built, uh, got his players from the transfer portal. He put them mostly, you know, up front. You know, so they're going to have a little bit more experience and they're going to have to carry a lot of the load, uh, especially while the defensemen get their feet under them. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think the word forecheck is going to be uh, really, really impressive as well as backcheck for, for well, Lindenwood. Really? I No, I, Coach Zombo doesn't really care about that whole <laughs> backchecking thing. He, you know... Um, you know, so I, so I just, you know, like I said, that's where he got, the bulk of his transfers came from. Uh, and not all of them were seniors. You know, the you other know. thing that is an intangible, and it's kind of a hard intangible to uh, to figure out, but uh, Coach recruited some players last year um, in preparation for becoming an NCAA program, and it made a lot of uh, – ACHA coaches unhappy uh, that he went out and did that, but hey, he he knew where he was going and he knew what he had to do. So, well, kudos to him for doing that. But here's the thing, Paul: they had a very shortened season last year at the ACHA level. They lost a lot of game time that were canceled due to COVID. Um, but the games that they did play, they were very successful, and they kind of rolled through that ACHA national tournament on their home ice. So here's the question. Those guys that are coming back and joining the NCAA program now, how much will that experience of winning a national championship, even at the ACHA D1 level, how much will that carry over to NCAA hockey play? It always helps. It, it always helps. Win, winning never hurts. But they also have to understand they're now in the big boy pool. They went from being the big fish in the small pond to the proverbial small fish in the big pond. Now it's time to grow up. And they're going to have to do it quickly because they open Very up. Very quickly. <laughs> Minnesota and Michigan. That, that's about as hard as it gets to start a hockey season. Yeah, that is not. And, uh, and by the way, those aren't exhibitions. Those are real games. They are not. They are not. <laughs> So you can say that last year you played Air Force as an exhibition and you played Denver as an exhibition, but you're going to start off by playing Minnesota in Minnesota, Michigan in Michigan. Then you're going to get the, the treat of coming home for your first home games and you get Air Force. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> first of all, I'm sure they'll just be happy to play home at home against AIU. I'm sure they will, but I mean, holy cow. Um, and then you go on the road, AIC, Bentley, Army, Wisconsin, Denver, Vermont, North Dakota, LIU finally. And then they come home to Stonehill, but that's not until February 10th. Yeah, no, there are a lot of road games. It's not, quote-unquote, ASU versus the Big Ten where you have but it's you know, darn eight close <laughs> eight-week road trips. It's darn close because you got one, two, oh, no, no. three, Listen, I get four, that. five, six. You got a seven week road trip from late October until uh, um, December 31st. 
Yeah, but you have a couple, like I said, you have a couple of weeks off in there. Um, you know, once you get, you know, they have almost a month to recover at the, you know, after Thanksgiving before they go play at Denver. So, and another week after that. So they'll have some breaks where it didn't seem like ASU had any breaks that year that they played all those Big Ten teams. No, they didn't have any breaks because the Big so, Ten teams were all there and ready to go, yeah, <laughs> waiting so, for them. Right. So anyway, they only had two uh, games canceled. When we roll through the schedule, I think it's it's probably going to turn out the way it looks on paper. Um, I think there's going to be four teams that are really, really good, better maybe than people expected. And I think there's three teams that are going to be trying to make their way and, and, and make some noise, if you will. So yeah, I don't um, think that's unreasonable to say. No, I don't think so either. Gosh, you agreed with me again. That's six times. Um, and by the way, I do have a chart here, keeping track of all the times you've agreed. So that makes what, six times now for the year? <laughs> oh, I love it. we got to have more shows like this. This is fun when you agree with me on everything I say. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's the way it, it kind of pans out. I'm glad we were able to do this because, like I said, next week I hope to have four or three nights of uh, – of associate head coaches. We know we got one in uh, Trevor Stewart from Alaska. Right. And we'll reach out and try to get two more for Sunday and Tuesday next week. Okay. Um, Because I think those guys have a unique insight. I mean, the head coaches are the head coaches, right? We know what we're going to get out of them. Yeah. But, but these are the guys that go out and recruit guys. And these are the guys that stand on the table for guys. I know. So that's what I want to get at. I want to hear, you know, what's it like to go out recruiting and, and A, what do, what do people think about your program out there? How are you received? And then once you get a kid, how hard do you work to make sure that kid gets ice time? Well, listen, with the transfer portal, you're recruiting every day. That, I'm just, you know, that's what the coaches say. You're recruiting every day. Well, if you're not, you're not doing your job. Well, but you get so yeah, I mean absolutely. So anyway, I thought that was a good wrap up um, for the Monday and Tuesday of Labor Day and the day after. Uh, tomorrow night we'll have uh, the Great West College Hockey Podcast with the new head coach from the University of Oklahoma joining us. Nice. And, uh, we'll uh, we'll kick off the season, the first game, and I know you want to do something, and, and I can't wait to be able to do this. Uh, you were talking about what I've been suggesting as a game of the week. I think we should highlight a game of the week now once things get started um, every week and just see uh, what's out there because I think that's something fans will, will really enjoy. What you, you mean on on our show, not Wednesday nights? Yeah, on our show. But okay. but like I said... Uh, well, we could look into that. Yeah, I mean, I think we can do that. I think there's, there's enough quality teams playing and obviously we're going to be a little bit slanted towards the teams that we cover, but... Um, obviously, national recognition for hockey is something I think needs to happen. If it's yeah, only so. from us, so be it. But um, you know what? It's got to start somewhere, right? I guess. Yes, they say, that's what they tell us. Yep, absolutely. Might as well start right. with us. Take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios behind the masks, College Hockey West Live, brought to you by Peterson Toyota. Whether you're looking for your dream car or shopping on a budget, we take the time to find the perfect Toyota to fit your needs. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our Three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue, Las Vegas style, available at our two locations, the original at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard and our new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. For the NCHC and NCHC.TV, Subscribe to nchc.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Drury Inns and Suites, now an official Disney World hotel. Book your stay now for travel starting this October at druryhotels.com. Jets Pizza. Go to jetspizza.com to find your fresh deal at your nearest Jets location today. Top Golf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf Center. Or go to topgolf.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is. Is the resort or in town? 
Liberty University, hockey, education, and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. And by M-Drive. Go to mdriveformen.com to see which M-Drive formula is for you. College Hockey West Live presented by Behind the Mask and all of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and available for download wherever you get your podcasts from, including the iTunes Store, Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast, subscribe, and review. Behind the Mask, College Hockey West Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. I will tell you, if you heard me sniffling the entire show, I apologize. I've uh, somehow ended up with some sort of a cold that started about the time the show started. <laughs> I've literally been blowing my nose the entire podcast. Are you allergic so to me? My apologies for that. If you heard me sniffling quite a bit Are you allergic uh, or to heard me? my uh, nasally voice come across. Whatever. so Whatever. All right. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. And uh, tell everybody to tune in tomorrow night for the Great West College Hockey Podcast. And again, next Sunday night when we start our associate head coach week here on the ITHSW Podcast, the quad pod of college hockey podcasts. Good night, everybody. Good night.